0: Welcome to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. Hey, welcome everybody. Chris Johnson here at On Target Living. And uh, every month we try to bring a new uh, and exciting community event. And uh, this is a topic that we get a lot of questions on on a regular basis, is inflammation and gut health. And there's a lot to unpack here today. Um, But again, as we go, I'm going to give you my direct email after presentation today so if you have any questions feel free to reach out to us Um, it's so exciting our community continues to grow we have so many uh, champions out there and uh, again a quick thank you to you um, for you know helping us with our mission to help people feel their best so again uh, this is a conversation that we have on a regular basis if you do have a question reach out to us we're happy to help you along the way but so many people are struggling with uh, inflammation and gut health immune system. I think when we go through the last 15, 16 months with COVID, I think people are starting to create a little bit more hope in what they can do. And I think the the whole thought at Ontario Living is we always want to help you with your lifestyle. And again, we don't teach a diet. We don't teach a certain type of exercise. We teach a lifestyle that people can love and enjoy. And it's yours in teaching people how to pivot. And that's really our mission is to help people learn how to pivot and grow along the way. So again, we're here to help you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us as we go. And I'd like to talk about health as a system. No, I did a presentation earlier today for a large healthcare system. And one of the things people are always asking, what about diabetes or about a high blood pressure? What about this? What about that? Well, the human body's not designed to heal in isolation, but the human body, when you think of health, it's a system. And when the system gets out of balance, then things start to show up. Arthritis, eczema, I had digestive health issues growing up. But we always kept treating the symptom not the source of the problem. So when you think of your health, think of it as a system. Imagine this super highway here and one of the arteries got blocked, you're gonna have an issue. Things are gonna get clogged up along the way. But I think we gotta create a mindset. I have a brand new book that comes out this fall. I'm really excited about it. And we're going to go into the weeds in a lot of these things, but the first chapter is all about this, that the medical world, we have to get more engaged, we have to uh, get in the game, and a big part of that is understanding that your health is a system. Now as we go today, I want you to understand this is a movement, so when you think about inflammation and gut health and immune system and overall health, it's not one thing and it never will be. But what you notice at the bottom here, talk about social and love, how do those, that's directly related to your health. So sometimes we just think, well let's just eat better, let's work out harder, let's make sure you're getting a good, night, good night's sleep. That's definitely part of the equation. But also we sometimes lose the mindset around thoughts and emotion and joy. So I want you to think about the movement of health is not one-sided and never will be, it's all-encompassing. And that's really what we're gonna help you with today is understanding a little bit more about inflammation and gut health. Now here's the thing we're seeing all the time is I'm just going to treat the symptom, Chris. I have high, high, I have arthritis, or I have high cholesterol, blood pressure, whatever it might be. That is the symptom that something's out of balance. And we talk a lot about this that you have to learn how to listen to your body. We're not taught this stuff, so don't feel bad. Medical illiteracy has never been higher. Don't feel bad if you don't know some of this stuff. So again, along the way, if you feel like you're getting some of these symptoms, my blood pressure is too high, I have too much inflammation. I have acid reflux, I have gout, whatever it might be, that's a symptom that something's out of balance. So as we go today, the first symptom is inflammation. So when you think about inflammation, you know, you get the bee sting, you get a toothache, that's called acute inflammation. But the problem we're facing right now around the world, especially in the United States, is this thing called chronic inflammation. So what causes this? Well, inflammation is a downstream effect. It's not an upstream, it's a downstream. And there's many factors that cause inflammation. Your immune system's out of balance, could be stress, could be what you're eating, your pH is too acidic. The list goes on and on, but what is it? Well, again, it's a symptom that something's out of balance. Now, here's the thing I love to talk about inflammation. Do not think inflammation is a bad thing. It's not, it's a great sign this something's out of balance. That's so I'm gonna put pain and inflammation together. So years ago, I ruptured my patella tendon playing basketball. And it was a very severe injury. They rushed me to the hospital, they put me on all sorts of medication that I'd never been on before. They put three screws in my knee. It was a major problem for me, but it really did change my life in many ways. I, I realized that when you don't have your health, you didn't have a lot, I was bedridden for 14 days, I was constipated for four days. The list went on and on. I had lots of pain. And inflammation. But when I went to therapy uh, two and a half months later, I remember walking in the physical therapist's office. And the physical th- therapist, before anything, before talking to me, introduced, what, tell me your pain medications you're on right now. And I thought to myself, that's a weird question because this is what I do for a living. But that was her first question. What is, uh, when you think about what pain meds are you taking? And my answer was this, Zero I knew right away when I took Vicodin and all the different things. I was constipated again My system was out of balance. So I basically when I got through the first two days I quit taking my pain meds and then she said well We can't do therapy on you because you're not on your pain medications and I said well wait a minute I want you to call my doctor so she calls my doctor and the doctor says don't worry about him He's a fitness guy again, but what hit me that how would I know If the therapy was working or not working if I didn't have pain along the way. So think about as we go today Inflammation and pain that go together It's telling you something's out of balance and don't try to always shut it down with some kind of anti-inflammatory Because that's gonna kill gut health as you're gonna learn as we go, but embrace it again Nobody wants to be in pain, but sometimes it's telling you the body something needs to be changed So when you think of that inflammation again, it could be everywhere in the body my back could be hurting my foot could be hurting whatever but it's that low-grade day in and day out inflammation we're talking about right now not the bee sting not the toothache not the backache it's the low grade that's killing us right now and as we as we go today most diseases are going to be the root cause of an immune system imbalance which leads to this inflammation so again it's the root cause of all these diseases that are going on in the united states so when you think about these major problems The overarching thing today is this, it's your, it's your immune system. So we talk about gut health and we talk about inflammation and pain. The overarching above that is going to be this thing called your immune system. So when the immune system gets out of balance downstream, you're going to have gut issues downstream. You're going to have inflammation. So think about this immune system. And again, with COVID, everybody's talking about this but we're not talking about it from a self-care standpoint. And that's what gets exciting to me, that you have much more control over your immune system than you think. When people realize this, again, that's powerful. So let's begin with this. What is your immune system? So I like to look at it as a hazmat suit. So imagine all these predators, all these invaders trying to get in, that's protecting us. About 30 to 35 million people in the United States today are on an autoimmune suppressant medication. Now what does that mean? That means the human body is completely out of balance. That immune system, that immune system, is so revved up that you're taking something to quiet it down. So again, sometimes people say, "Oh, I want to boost my immune system," well, that could be part of it, but really what you want to do is rejuvenate your immune system. And again, as your immune system gets more in balance, Then it knows what to do with some of these invaders, predators that it were all. But this is the 50,000 foot view. This is the way to really keep the human body healthy is understanding how do you balance your immune system. So this is what's really powerful. Dr. Jeffrey Bland is one of the top guys in the world on integrative medicine. He did an interview with my son, Matt, a while back. And one of the things that hit me during the interview with Matt, one of our podcasts, again, if you want to check it out with Dr. Jeffrey Bland and my son Matt Johnson. But one of the things that Jeffrey Bland hit me was that how the immune system turns over. And this is gold information, in my opinion. Every 10 seconds, if you're going to write something down, every 10 seconds, the human body turns over 1 million white blood cells. Every 10 seconds, the human body turns over 20 million red blood cells, and every 10 seconds, the human body turns over 30 million platelet cells. So if you're getting a blood test, this is called hematology. It's a look into the weeds of your immune system. But here's the craziest thing of all. Every two months, you completely rejuvenate your immune system. Now it could be in a bad direction, which we've all done that before, or it could be in a healthier direction. And that's what's exciting about the human body, because we all know this. The human body will try to heal and self-correct if you give it the right environment. And it always gets back to the environment. When you put the body in a better environment, it will heal and try to to self-correct as we go. So this gives you a a deeper dive into that. Really, the human body rejuvenates itself every two months? Every two months, the human body rejuvenates itself. So you can decide, I wanna train my immune system, to be good healthy and vibrant and rejuvenating or I can so again that's going to be a big part today that we're going to talk about is the nervous system and your gut health because the nervous system the gut health is directly so these are the big three we're talking about today but remember the overarching is the immune system there's two sidebars there's inflammation and pain and gut health alright so I want to begin with this thing called the nervous system so if you're writing notes down write down the nervous system this should be taught everywhere now, in my new book, I have two chapters on stress. And you've probably heard us talk about this before, if you've ever been on some of our stuff before. Or, but again, I'm gonna repeat this. So when you think about stress, that bear's coming at you, that's called fight or flight. I can talk about this all day long, but people still say the same thing, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. That's not really true. When you think of stress, stress is physical. So if that bear's coming at me, what's gonna happen? My pupils will dilate, my blood pressure goes up. My muscles contract. You know, we know all this stuff. The human body is amazing in its ability to handle acute stress. This is the fight or flight. But the big one is digestion shuts down, back to the gut health, and then your immune system is compromised. You cannot have a healthy, vibrant immune system if you don't have a balanced nervous system. Hmm, that's interesting. So that's why we're talking about this right at the very beginning, because again, when you talk about inflammation and pain and gut health, the list goes on, we have to understand how do you balance your nervous system? And as you've heard, maybe heard before, the two big mistakes we make with stress, number one is we overestimate the threat, and number two, we underestimate our ability to handle the threat. So whether that bear is there or not, it does not matter if you feel threatened, the body's going to react physically and that's what i want you to take away is stress is physical your stressors my stressors might be completely different but if you feel threatened the body has no doesn't doesn't determine whether that's real or not you feel threatened and away you go and the diseases of today the diseases of today are worry again much deadlier than they were 100 years ago so again let's start with the nervous system and understand stress now i always thought this was interesting This is TV in the United States, and this is slow TV in Norway. So they did a little experiment. So if you think about nightly news, and again, some of us have been avoiding it for a while uh, since COVID hit, but everything's a soundbite. Social media, uh, network TV, whatever it is, it's the this and that. I was driving into work yesterday. There was a rollover accident. News team was out there. That's... What we're looking at these little sound bites of what's going on, but in Norway they did an experiment, and they did this thing with slow TV. And the first episode, can imagine this in the United States? We've done Netflix, we've done binging, whatever. But the first thing they did was a fishing trip that took two days. In fact, they didn't catch a fish for the first day and a half. Over a hundred. 20 million people were watching this thing. It was crazy amount of people that watched this thing over time. Then they had a a Trip down a river for five days five actual days. This is craziness again So if we lived in this 24-7 fast-paced world you can see Why things are getting upset very quickly. All right, so let's jump into the weeds. This is one of our new graphics in our book This is the stress response. So on one side you see the bear and the other side you see the possum So on the one side with a bear, that's called the sympathetic nervous system. This is your nervous system right now, your autonomic nervous system. But the beautiful thing about the autonomic nervous system is you have much more control over it than you think. Now, thank goodness we have this in place. So when I'm sleeping at night, I don't have to worry about my heart contracting or me breathing or my spleen working or whatever. It's naturally working. But the beautiful thing about this, the stress response, that's called the sympathetic nervous system. That's the fight or flight. All these hormones take off. Again, this all can affect your, not only your gut health, but it can affect your uh, pain and inflammation. list goes on. On the other side, it's called the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the possum response. So there's no one right side or the other. The key is how do you bring it back into balance? Now when it gets out of balance, Now our nervous system is going sideways, which leads into a lot more pain, which leads into a lot more inflammation, which leads into problems with gut health. Most gut health originates from stress. So why are we not talking about it more? It's not taking an acid blocker. It's not doing this. It's learning how to calm the nervous system down. So one of the fastest ways to do this, and you've heard us talk about this many times if you've been on it or if this is something new, is changing how you breathe. Now, I can say this all day long. But life in the United States, we are not healthy breathers. So if I ask you right now, if you came into our headquarters here at Ontario Living, the first question I ask many people when they come in, or groups that come in, how many breaths do you take per minute? Do you breathe through the nose? Do you use your diaphragm? So make this super simple. One of the fastest ways to calm the mind, relax the body, decrease inflammation, improve gut health, is changing how you breathe. So how do you do that? Breathe through the nose, Besides eating, drinking, talking, whatever it is, maybe working out. Number two, use your diaphragm. That's that dome-shaped muscle underneath the lungs. And how do you do that? As you take a deep breath in, the belly actually expands like a balloon. And when you exhale, the belly comes back in. That's called a diaphragmatic breath. And the beautiful thing about the diaphragm, it attaches to the vagus nerve that goes up into the brain and relaxes the sympathetic nervous system. That's one of the powerful sciences of how to lower blood pressure, how to lower heart rate, how to improve gut health. Is changing how you breathe because of this thing called the vagus nerve. And last but not least, slow it down. If I can teach you less than 10 breaths per minute and you start learning this over time, you become more of a natural diaphragmatic breather. So instead of breathing 22 to 25 breaths per day, you might be breathing 15, 16 breaths a day. And then when you really want to close it down, you can get closer to five, six, seven, eight breaths per minute. This is a skill we have to practice a couple of minutes here and there during the day. But this is one of the fastest skills you can learn is changing how you breathe. Now people say to me all the time, Hey Chris, I already know this, but knowledge, if you don't take it in action is not wisdom. When you take knowledge and action that turns into wisdom and that's what we need to do. We need to more practice more wisdom. So this is a bigger view of how do you balance your immune system? It's that resting, eating and moving. And then we get into toxicity, epigenetics. Epigenetics means that your behavior makes a difference. So there are lots of different ways that when you look at your immune system, how do you improve it or how do you break it down? So again, we have much more control of this than we think. All right. So a big one I want everybody to take away today is understanding pH balance. In the human body, we teach three principles here at Ontario living and this helps people cut through the noise. Now it's interesting. I used to spend a lot of time in my presentations and usually about 15 minutes talking about pH, the source, the cell, all this stuff. But today I'm just going to share with you the pH balance growing up in Michigan. Again, I had great parents, but I grew up on really unhealthy foods. Beefaroni, spaghetti, bologna sandwich, I had psoriasis, eczema, I had digestive health issues. I had lots of inflammation. I had bad gut health, I had a compromised immune system, but nobody ever told me what it was eating and drinking made my pH too acidic. So life in the United States today especially is very acidic. Stress, mental health issues, lack of sleep, processed foods, too much alcohol, soda pop, energy drinks, it's easy to become acidic. So what happens when the body has an imbalanced pH, it becomes too acidic? The first thing that happens is inflammation goes up. Now we're into what's causing the body, inflammation starts to rise. As the body becomes more acidic, the body has more inflammation. Number two, as the body becomes more inflamed or has more acid in it, your pH is trying to be buffered and it's buffered through your lungs, how you breathe. It's buffered through your kidneys, but it's buffered through minerals. This is a big problem we're facing right now, that when the body's too acidic, it starts leaching out minerals. And one of the two minerals that leaches out is calcium and magnesium. And magnesium is the mineral relaxation. Now you can see why this gut health and inflammation is starting to rise, because we're too acidic. So as you make your body more alkaline, you have a healthier gut, and you have less inflammation. Hmm, that's interesting. So how do you do that? Changing how you breathe, getting a good night's sleep, staying hydrated, all the stuff we're gonna talk about as we go today. But understand this is a big point of gut health and inflammation because the body is too acidic. And then from here, let's begin with gut health. So again, we talked about inflammation, is it low grade, is it chronic, chronic's the big deal. Again, a big part of downstream is the, the immune system's out of balance, which leads into more and more inflammation. But it's fascinating to me that why don't we know more about digestive health? Gout's never been higher. Uh, We got restless leg. We have acid reflux, IBS, Crohn's, celiac. I mean, that goes on and on and on. In fact, you could say most of our diseases, a good part of them, originate from the gut. Because again, when you think about the gut, About 60 to 80 percent, depending on what professional you talk about, originates in the gut. So now we're into the gut. So we're going to talk about gut health. How does it work when you eat food? How does it work? It starts in the mouth and it starts with chewing your food. But how many of you knew this? The digestive system is 30 feet long, 30 feet. So again, it's a big, huge tube that goes from the mouth to the anus and everything in between. So when we talk about colon cancer and all the stuff that's going on out there today, we need to start teaching people about this 30-foot-long pipe of digestion. That's how it begins. So when you think about the gut, you have this thing called microbiome. Don't make this harder than it is. So just imagine you're building a garden. And that garden, at the beginning of the year, what would you do? Again, summer's here, but what would you do to build a healthy garden? And everybody do the same thing. You got to get the soil right. And that's called a prebiotic. So I'm going to get the soil really healthy and vibrant. And then from there we go to a probiotic and that's planting the seeds. So if you're trying to have a healthy garden, you need to get the soil right. Make sure you have healthy seeds and making sure your garden is watered. Right? So we all understand now we're into the gut and the gut is where the immune system lives. And a big part of that is control of your nervous system and all the stuff that we put in the body. But now we're into the gut, understanding that it's a 30-foot-long tube of digestion, but it begins in the gut. Now, one of the things we haven't talked that much about in our Living is when you think of nutrition, make this really simple today, so maybe you draw a circle and you write in there, nutrition. And what nutrition is, is that mean when you consume a nutrient it's basically broken down and the body is absorbing it for life. So again, energy and vitamins and minerals and everything in the body to keep it super healthy. So that's called nutrition. But if you're not absorbing and breaking nutrition down, what do you do with it? Well, you eliminate it. But if it's not being eliminated, it goes into toxicity and now what happens to toxicity? Now they you kill your gut. But you start increasing inflammation, immune system starts, got out of balance. So when I first sit, sit down with people for the first time, I want to know about their elimination. And imagine sitting down in front of me and we start talking about the bowls. Think about that. The bowls. That's the acronym we're going to use today. The bowel. So how many bowel movements should you have a day? One of the things, uh, one of the guys I used to work with years ago, Matthew Cross, and I always would get people excited about it, but you should probably have at least 1.6 times a day now somewhere between one two or three times a day But we should eliminate I cannot tell you how many people I had a woman years ago That she came to see me and she was eliminating what had a bowel movement once every five days That's not normal My dog Floyd if Floyd did not have a bowel movement once a day or more We'd be taking Floyd to the vet so understanding the bowels is how the body limits your bow your your bowel again one to one to two three times a day your urine should have a slight color like a a color of a chardonnay then we go into the lungs now we're using the lungs to eliminate that diaphragm maybe we're working out we're walking and whatever and then your skin your lymph so when I get people to move their body a little bit that lymphatic system underneath the armpit The the sternum area, the pubic area, this is allowing the body to eliminate. So again, when you think of the lymph, it doesn't have a pump. So that's why when you use your arms or getting on a mini trampoline or going for a walk or whatever you're doing, you're moving the body, your body is now using the lymphatic system to help eliminate. And again, if your skin is showing stuff like mine did, the skin is the largest organ in the human body and the body heals from the inside out. So again, just putting topical things on your skin, the key is how do you heal the skin from the inside? So when you start creating this amazing super highway of elimination, now you're going to have a healthier gut, you're going to have less toxicity, and you're going to have less inflammation. And by the way, you're going to have a better vibrant immune system because now imagine if you had a big cement pool in your backyard and you kept throwing trash in it. Again, it's going to build up over time and now we're going to have lots of compromises. So when we think about gut health you've heard a lot about pre pro and symbiotics and What I want you to understand is that this is on our website But start adding some of these foods in your diet. I'm not talking about a, a prebiotic a Vitamin pill or whatever. I'm talking about the source. So when you look at a prebiotic now, we're getting to the soil Make this simple oatmeal You look at bananas Berries onions these are all Prebiotics you're getting the healthy soil. So you mean to tell me eating a banana is good for my gut health That's what I'm telling you you mean to tell me eating oatmeal. I'm talking about the real deal back to the source That's what I'm telling you and then we go into the Probiotic now we're planting the healthy seed So when you get people that come in and they got all these issues The first thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to talk about the nervous system But then we go right to the gut and as the gut gets healthier and we start with this in the water That seed, one of the greatest things you can put in the human body, is an apple. Apples are incredible for gut health. Real sauerkraut, go to a refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store, it's in the refrigerated section, it's not sitting on the shelf. Same thing goes with pickles. So again, potatoes, uh, berries, these things are incredible. Cacao nibs, coconut, these are all great things for gut health. So if you're trying to improve your gut health, number one, you got to balance that nervous system. Number two, got to be hydrated. And then number three, we're moving into these, these pro, pre, and symbiotic foods, and it's not hard to do. But again, do not have to suffer with gout or acid reflux. The list goes on. That's a sign that something's out of balance. All right, so again, I just mentioned water. If you're making that garden grow, we all have to stay hydrated. Now, here's a crazy stat. Over the last year... If you really monitor most healthcare systems, about 90% of people coming to the emergency room are coming in from dehydration. They're not coming in for COVID, they're coming in for dehydration, which leads into so many problems. So if you're trying to build a healthy gut, you cannot have that thing dry and cracked. we got to hydrate it. The number one benefit of hydration is elimination and energy. I just talked about the bulls. We all know if you're chronically dehydrated, you're probably going to have problems with diarrhea and constipation, which leads in that maybe acid reflux will leads into all sorts of digestive health issues. So this is job one. We got to make sure you're staying hydrated. Take the challenge of 50 ounces a day. If you're drinking more than 50 ounces, great. Ideally it should be half your body weight. Humidity's here, temperatures are going up, but again, hydration is step number one. Also to improve your garden of health in the gut take two lemons two oranges cut them up at the beginning of the week put them in a glass container drop them in your water and again I'm a big fan of ginger get ginger root you peel it put it in a uh, glass container You could drop it in hot water you can put it in a smoothie but when you start putting these things in the body you start improving that gut health and that's why lemons and ginger are incredible for gut health again these are easy ways to spice up your hydration levels alright so from here back to the source so when you think of some of the superfoods we recommend again am i you know when we talk about food itself i've said this a handful of times lately but i'm going to get into a little more deeper today that the human body is not designed to consume nutrients in isolation so what does that mean should you take a vitamin c pill or vitamin d3 or lipoic acid it never ends calcium the answer would be you could but that's not what we would recommend because just because you put in the body does not mean your body can break it down and absorb it so when you think of the source again it's not what you put in the body it's what your body can break down so when I look at some of these superfoods, they cover lots of ground blueberries as I mentioned apples broccoli we're a big fan of cod liver oil flax seeds chia seeds uh, hemp seeds again dark greens so as you get closer to this what happens you don't have to worry about taking this or taking that because that could really upset the gut, which leads to all sorts of other problems. So I had a guy that came in to just the other day, 11 uh, supplements, not saying you shouldn't be taking some supplements, but let's back up for a second. Let's do some foundational work first with the basics. Are you eating a cup of fruits? Fruits are very alkalizing, very detoxifying. Are you eating any vegetables? Do you eat a big salad? Tell me about do you eat healthy fats like macadamia nuts and extra virgin olive oil or avocado or the flax chi or whatever it is what type of proteins do you consume plant-based animal-based maybe a little bit of both so this is the foundation we got to get a, get get more into versus trying to do all these nutrients in isolation which in my opinion starts really creating havoc in the gut which leads into lots of inflammation and pain and uh, things that go right down the road and if you're not familiar with our target, I think everybody is, but if you're not, make sure you go to our uh on our website we have this, you can print it off. But again, think about what you eat the most of. So I designed this in 1994, working at one of the largest health clubs in the world, and everybody's on a diet. So the red area is the processed foods, the green area is the whole of the source foods. So wherever you are in the world, take whatever you eat the most of and that's where you begin upgrading. In fact, we have a handout on our website called Brand Favorites. So if you're kids or you like peanut butter, you just get a better peanut butter. If you like to put a creamer in your coffee, you get a better creamer. These things all start to add up over time. So don't feel like and what you notice about this target. There's three macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats and proteins. And real quickly, here's what I want to make sure. You do not want to take any of these macronutrients out of your diet. If you take a macronutrient out of the diet you will have a macro problem so think about the diets today the keto diet is a high fat basically no carb diet in my opinion it's almost impossible to have a healthy gut because you need some of these pre pro and symbiotic foods to make the garden grow so if I take them out of my diet if I take fruit out of my diet ancient grains or potatoes these are all valuable macronutrients that make the gut healthy, which leads into a better immune system, which leads into a, a less inflammation and pain. Again, we got to get smart about this and start getting back to the basics. And the last thing I'll mention here nutritionally is fasting. I cannot tell you, we've done over 450 webinars since COVID hit. The big question we receive all the time is, tell me about intermittent fasting. Well, here's my answer to that, don't. You can do it occasionally, but what I find when more and more people shrink the time that they eat, they start missing nutrients. They no longer eat fruit in the morning or an ancient grain. Again, would you have your three-year-old eat like this? The answer would be no. What we need to understand is autophagy and that's cleaning the body for 12 to 14 hours overnight. It's not a diet, it's easy to do. I highly recommend you do it as much as you can. Again, I'm, it's a big focus for me every night. If I've eaten at 8 p.m., I don't eat again until 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. But when we chronically shrink that time for many, many people, you're not only gonna make that gut unhealthy, but now we're into a whole thing of eating that's getting a little bit away from you know, what's natural and what should be and what you enjoy. All right, the other thing I we'll wanna talk about is movement. Movement is critical for keeping your nervous system in balance having a great gut and decreased inflammation. People are looking for the magic pill, Chris. I want to have the CBD. I want to have this to decrease inflammation. First, the question I ask them is, how much do you move? Because the less we move, the more inflammation you're going to be beat up. Now, understand this. Motion creates positive emotion. If you're trying to get your nervous system in balance, we got to get you moving. And the other thing we got to do more of, especially in the world today, we got to play more. One of the greatest things you can do for the immune system is to really get the body moving, but understand the power of play. In fact, my new book, I have a whole chapter on playing and the science behind it. And we all know as kids coming in developmentally, it's critical for them to play, but it's also as we age, again, from the beginning of life to the end of life, we need to play, and I think more and more people, especially adults, when they start to play, again, time disappears joyful, laughter, all these wonderful things to keep that immune system in line, which leads to all these other things that we're looking for. So again, movement is huge, a big part of what we teach. And then the lo- thing is that when you look at joy and laughter, now what are these three people doing? They're in the rain. They're not running from the rain. They're embracing the rain. We all will have rain in our life. The last chapter of my book, or the last section, is that called Let It Rain. Why is that? Because we all are going down this journey, and sometimes when you think about letting it rain, sometimes it's really fun to be out in the rain and just let it. I'm not running for cover, away we go, but that's life in the United States today. Quit running for cover, just let it rain. All right, so how do we wrap this up? Steps to better gut health. Number one, I just talked about it. you got to balance your nervous system. And what is that? We have to understand that stress is physical. So once we understand stress is physical, one of the things you could step back and say, okay, maybe I need to reframe a couple of things that bother me regularly. What's keeping you awake at night? So in my new book, I have actually a section where you actually write down, what are your top three stressors that maybe you could reframe and have a better conversation with yourself? Because most stress is what we say to ourselves. And then understand the thoughts and emotions and joy This all, again, if we're thinking negative thoughts all day long, this is definitely going to affect your immune system. This is going to increase your inflammation. This is going to decrease your gut. And then from there, we look into cutting out the crap. So again, I'm not going to tell you what not to do all the time, but we got to step back. Are you drinking too much coffee? Energy drinks? Too much alcohol? You know, what you kind of know. I had a question yesterday on my presentation, and this woman says... uh, My husband has a sweet tooth and he loves Twizzlers. Well, I'm not going to tell you, everybody has a sweet tooth, you just maybe replace the Twizzlers with some type of uh, other sweetness. So I'm a big fan of mangoes and dried uh, figs and raisins, anything sweet. But again, when you think about all the crap, as we add all that crap to the body, the body becomes more acidic. As the acidity level goes up, inflammation goes up, Kills your gut health. Again, you're putting all the crap in the swimming pool and then from there got to chew your food. This is a big deal. You have these things called amyloids, amyloid or amyloid enzymes. When you start chewing uh, carbohydrates, it allows them to break down. So again, if you're trying to have a better gut health, as simple as it sounds. And again, I'm guilty of this sometimes we need to make sure we're chewing our foods. Talk about hydration. Are you hydrated? Some of your superfoods, pre-pro and symbiotic foods. Again, we're a big fan of spirulina chlorella, which is a freshwater algae. Are you eating apples? Putting lemon in your water. Nothing better for gut health than ginger. And then balancing your pH. To step back. Again, there's a great test that you can do that, but you don't even need to do that. What's your skin like? What's your hair like? Again, you can do uh, strips that you can urinate on or use for saliva. But again, getting your pH more... Alkaline is going to allow you to have better gut health and then the last piece there is we got to understand sunshine and movement So get outside daily sunshine in the morning, especially it's fantastic for your sleep It's great for your immune system and as the power of movement 82% of our population is not moving on a regular basis So again, we need to get back to this but make this simple today You know what one or two things do you need to put in your world to help you along the way and we're a big, huge believer of how do you build habits? And this is how you do it. You understand that going from nothing to something. And again, some of you are doing lots of fantastic things out there. I'm not saying that maybe you're going to take another step. I'm always working on what can I do to improve my personal uh, self-care uh, plan? What can I do, to do a little differently? I'm always changing things. I didn't really consume a lot of ginger until the last couple of years. So that's a new thing for me from a nutrition standpoint. I paying a lot more attention to my breathing in the last five years. I'm now uh, practicing some meditation. Again, I know the power of it, but I've never really practiced it. I look at restorative movements for my workouts, a lot more restorative. So again, along the way, wherever you are in your journey, what one or two new behaviors do you want to create? And then what habit is going to be built along the way? But it all begins from going from nothing to something. Okay. And then as we end today, I want you to understand that we are here to help you. You don't have to cross any of these bridges alone. That's my direct email. My name, Chris Johnson, OntarioLiving.com. We have this incredible new app that we've now launched. So again, check it out as a three-day trial. Lots of great content in there. And then we have a podcast that comes out twice a month. We just did a couple with my good friend, Dr. Phil Nuremberger, about the, the power of the mind in the body which is directly related to the conversation we had today. So when you think about today, the big three things we talked about is overarching is your immune system. And then understand inflammation and remember inflammation is a downstream. The body's talking back to you and not necessarily always a bad thing. It's telling you that something's out of balance and understanding the power of the gut. If you're trying to get your body healthier, it really begins. And again, could be simple as changing how you breathe and your stress levels and your nervous system, but understanding the power of the gut. What are you eating? What are you drinking? Because if you're having lots of inflammation, you're probably not going to have good gut health. We also talk about sleeping. If you're not sleeping, you probably don't have great gut health and a balanced nervous system. So again, you can see all, all these are linked together. That's the, the system of health along the way. So again, reach out to us. We're here to help you. And I'll end with this. So again, if you have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to me, but I had an amazing professor when I was in graduate school, and his name was Dr. Kwok Ho, and this guy changed my life way back in the day. This was in the early 80s, and I remember Dr. Ho, was uh, he'd always give these amazing uh, nuggets about life, and I remember going into class, and I would always, what's Dr. Ho going to talk about tonight? Yeah, he's going to talk about physiology, he's going to talk about the Krebs cycles, he's going to talk about all these things, but he's going to give us some nugget about life. And I remember one night he's talking in class, he's talking about life is like flying a 747 all the energies at takeoff and landing. Think about that. If you're flying a 747, all the energy, all the fuels in takeoff and landing. And Dr. Ho said that if you can get that plane up in the air at altitude, it consumes hardly any energy, any fuel. That's called momentum. And that's what we've seen at Ontario Living is when people start one step at a time and they take a little energy to get up there, but now they're starting to create that momentum over time. And really that's the magic of the human body is you try to create this momentum that you can repeat and love along the way. So again, thank you for joining me today. Hopefully you'll tune in. We We have Wednesday workouts, check that out. We got a brand new app. Lots of good handouts. We have a fantastic team here to help you. And remember, you don't have to cross any of these bridges alone. So again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.